0: Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Sex and Boba. I'm your host, Oliver Wong.
1: I'm your host, Teresa Lowe.
0: Hi, Teresa. How have you been?
1: I've been good, you know, and I've been working with you a lot. And it made me actually think about this, is that you started a company so young... How did you do it?
0: I, I don't know. I just, I was desperate for money, I guess. <laughs> so I was like, whoa, what's the fastest way to get my finance in, in place? I guess just start a company.
1: How old were you? Were you 29 or 30 when you started your company?
0: I officially registered my company, I think around like 28 or 29. Yeah, but my business didn't really take off until like uh, when I was like, at the end of my 29, yeah.
1: So did you have a regular job and you just quit it? Or would yeah. you do both at the same time?
0: I had a regular corporate job at a small startup for three years from like 25 to 28. Yeah. And then, because uh, it's a startup, like literally we only have like five employees so here's the thing about working in this stuff I, I feel it's like a boring mba topic but anyways
1: <laughs> no i feel like everybody wants to make money that we actually all want to know i want to know and i'm older than you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean everybody is different but in my experience is that when i was working in this startup because it's so small, so everybody has to wear so many hats. And then everybody is so busy with a lot of tasks every day. So nobody has the time to tell you what to do. So you just have to figure out like what you got to do today. And then my job at the time was to help them manage their Amazon account. So basically, my job is to grow their Amazon sales. And then I don't have a business background. I didn't. And then uh, I didn't know like what e-commerce is. I have no idea. So I have to learn from zero. And then I just suddenly have to take over this Amazon account without any knowledge. And then I think at the time, the owner, he also only has like slight knowledge about Amazon as well. So basically, we are just sort of figuring out how to sell it. And I remember the first year, our sales number was not growing at all. Like the first year, you're just like, oh, it's miserable. But it was until like the second year, we finally, you know, take off. I was like, oh, shit. Some, sometimes things take Time to grow, and even it just take one year. That's not a long time, anyways. But what's most important, like in that experience, is that nobody tell me how to manage an Amazon account. So I have to figure it out. Copywriting, graphic design, talking to factory in China, all that. I just have to. I don't do the design, but I have to communicate with the designer. I have to calculate like how to price a product, and then I have to do a little warehouse management, like what kind of item are more popular, then they need to position at the entrance of the warehouse. And then some items, if they are not popular, they have to be in the back of the warehouse. So just all that. And that really helps me because I feel like every day I'm doing things. I'm just, I, I, I just like do things without somebody telling me what to do.
1: So when you started your own company, it was the same way, right? Where you're just like, I want to start a company and you just figured it out.
0: Yeah. I, I, I obviously have some consultation with an accountant, like how to set up the account, register, all that. but like let's just use accounting as an example. I don't know how to do accounting. I think I know I do, but back then I was miserable. I just have to figure out my own uh, myself. I have to think what's the best way to tax and all that and that's just hard because I was just reading so many articles and figure it out just in terms of like setting up a company there's LLC, C corporation, S corporation like wh- wh- how do you know which one you need right and there are so many business lingo there I just have no idea how they are I just read so many articles and here's the thing English is not my first language so sometimes even when I'm reading those articles like the words like every single word I understand what that means but the sentence just doesn't make sense to me I just don't know what it means so it takes a lot of time.
1: Well, you're doing better than a lot of other people. (laughs) Because it's so funny because I meet so many people that are like in their 30s and they're still like, I don't know what to do. Or they're like all sad and stuff. And you just like went and did it. You know, it's like, how did you even like just have the confidence to just do it?
0: Uh, I think maybe it's not just about the confidence. I think it's just like my personality. I like to take risks. Like I like I'm a gambler. (laughs) (laughs) I've not gambled for two months, so I think I'm clean now.
1: I'm proud of you. I'm proud I'm of sober. you. I'm <laughs> sober. Maybe it's because I threatened to make you play mahjong yeah. with my family, and you're like, no, I got to get clean. And then one
0: time uh, of this podcast, you said gambling is stupid. And I was like, yeah, you are right. <laughs> uh,
1: you i was like if you're gonna gamble that way why don't you gamble with like starting another business or something at least something that will pan out yeah yeah
0: just gambling is fun you know it's like yeah. dopamine head in a short time but
1: so is being an entrepreneur like there's something really exciting that like you start a company and you yeah. employ dozens of people like that that's true insane. well
0: business is work. gambling is entertainment yeah, so <laughs> <laughs>
1: I turned 30, I had a bit of my own crisis too, where I kept working for people and like, I would have to beg for a raise and just, I never felt like I was respected. And I kept getting companies that would like, they would turn me into a 1099, but treat me like an employee just so they didn't have to give me benefits and stuff like that. And I was like, why am I constantly being mistreated? And so I had this friend and she was like, I quit all my corporate jobs and I'm just going to work from home. I'll just get freelancing jobs and just as long as I don't have to go into an office. And at the time, that was like wild. Like no one just thought like that. And, yeah. I, and then she did it and I was like, oh, she did it. Why can't I do it? And so I did it too. And I've been happy like ever since. And I've yeah. just been freelancing ever since.
0: Yeah. This is so something I realized. Some people, they like to be their own boss and do their own thing. But some people, they do like to be told what to do though. Because not everybody has the same personality. Some people, they don't, they are not adventurers. they are not entrepreneurs, you know.
1: That's true. And really, some people are lucky enough where they can find employers who take care of them. Yeah, I think I was okay being an employee, except I could never find the right boss. I always had shitty, shitty bosses. Yeah. Maybe because I always did entertainment. Entertainment does not reward worker personalities. They I, reward crazy people.
0: I, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's why they want... They, I think people who want to enter an adult... Or not adult, entertainment industry in general...
1: You got to be bold and you have to like not give a fuck. You almost have to tell other people like, this is what I'm selling. What do you got to give me? It can't Mm -hmm. be like, please help me. Yeah. If you ask them to help you, they're like, no, people don't want (laughs) to (laughs) help.
0: You cannot give out a desperate vibe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I posted something recently. It was like a talk from, I think it was Leslie Jones and she said like, Kevin Hart said this to her. I think that's who she said. But she said that he told her, you're really desperate. And she's like, of course I'm desperate. I'm broke. He's like, you're not broke because you have talent. You just don't have money, but you're not broke. Yeah. And after he told her that she changed her mindset, she became more successful because she stopped being desperate. Like nobody wanted to help her when she's desperate.
0: I agree. I agree. Because I think desperation will just turn people off.
1: Also desperate, people are actually dangerous to be around like they're so insecure you say one thing to them they freak out you're afraid that they're gonna like bring that bad energy to other people so in actuality like desperate people you can't have them around even if you want to help them they do so they self-sabotage
0: yeah uh this is also something i realized at least in my business i try. well obviously in the beginning i was a little desperate but now i'm not as desperate i just realized if i don't want to do something I just say, no, even if I need the money, I would just like, no, because I don't want to do it. I don't want to make them feel like I need them. Yeah.
1: You, your mindset has been like so amazing to me because <sighs> it's like, I feel like I've like been successful, but I still have a problem of people pleasing. Yeah. And so I remember I remember I texted you one day. I was like, hey, I really don't want to do something um should I still do it? You're like, if you just don't want to do it, just don't do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, good idea. And it was such a simple thing. Yeah. But I was like, I almost needed you to tell me that because I sometimes forget, like, we don't have to do anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. like and even for me, for the most part, I want to do mostly anything. And then like when someone creeps me out, I'm like, why am I still going there? I don't feel creeped out around the majority of people. If someone's creeping me out, I should just say no.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think if if it's me and somebody creeps me out, I would like, oh, yeah, he creeps me out. I want to (laughs) go. Oh, you want? (laughs) I'm a thrill seeker. (laughs)
1: I think I like to run away. I think yeah. I think that's my problem too. Is sometimes I think like my limitation is like I get creeped out very easily. But I also don't know if it's because I'm a woman where yeah. these men are genuinely You're do want something dangerous. bad. Yeah, they actually are dangerous to me. And so it's kind of like I do feel sometimes limited being a woman. But at the same time, being a woman actually opens up other doors. Like you actually convinced me to start an OnlyFans. Yeah. Like no, no, I'm loving it. I'm having the best time. What about you? Like how's your OnlyFans? Oh,
0: going? not as as much as you because I'm a man
1: (laughs) well maybe that's the privilege of man versus woman it's like only when it comes to like sexual things are women more in control exactly
0: like like the amount of money that I make over the year is just slightly more than what you have done within a week
1: (laughs) You know, what's also crazy, though, is like, I feel like if I were to start a business, I would never be as successful as you who started a business just because there's certain limitations. Like, I don't think a dude will just invest money in my company and Uh I can hire all these employees. It's like, but I think as like a model, people will give me money. It just makes no sense. But that's, I think, like gender.
0: You can have a modeling agency.
1: Maybe. But even the modeling agencies, most of them are run by men.
0: Not uh, not necessarily. Really? I could be wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say something like on OnlyFans recently, I got the video request. So this guy, he wants me to shoot a POV, not like a POV. So basically the camera is him. The camera is him. And then he want me to shoot a, a wide lens. So basically I look so big and then he feels so small. So I think that's called macro fetish.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. So
0: and then he wants me to like put my, put my feet around the camera. So it looks like I'm stepping onto him.
1: Oh, interesting. That's a lot of work though. This is very specific. It's very specific. Yeah. But it's a
0: factory. Some people, they want to feel small.
1: Oh. And then they want me
0: to look back.
1: Inter- did you do it?
0: I, I probably will do it today. Oh, you
1: are going to do it. Yeah. Okay. And then he doesn't
0: require nudity.
1: That's true. It's just more the work of doing it. Yeah. But you already have all the equipment and stuff. So it's not yeah, that I Probably. Weird.
0: I just need to figure out how to, yeah. But anyways. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah.
1: That's cool. How, um, was he already a fan or did he find you? He's new.
0: He found me and then he immediately sent a request. <laughs> And then he gave me a video example, and then in the video example, he was another uh, famous Asian porn star. So I think this subscriber, he has a fetish for Asian men.
1: Fascinating. But you know what? Whatever works at this yeah. point. Like have, on your OnlyFans, have you ever been creeped out or nah. everyone's been pretty good?
0: Leo was one guy, he I wouldn't say his behavior is creepy, it's just a little uh he's very persistent. So he mm. keeps wanting to meet me in person and then he will keep sending me nude which is fine, you can send me nude, but he keeps asking to meet me, but I just don't want to meet a subscriber off OnlyFans, you know?
1: Some guy did try to ask to meet me, and I was like, no, I don't want to meet you. And then he was like, hey, um, follow me back on Instagram so that we can DM each other all the time. I was like, you can just write me on OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that you're on OnlyFans, but I don't want to do anything extra than this. Yeah. And um, he does keep persisting, but then he also, like, keeps sticking around, and so he'll give up and he'll try. So it's an interesting thing where it's like, as long as you just stay online, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I've never had it where, like, But even this guy, I think it's fine. I remember when I had Patreon, and Patreon was like no pictures. It was just completely just like um, I would put comedy stuff on there. But I remember this one guy, he found me off a BDSM app, and then he found my Patreon, and he was really aggressive. He was really like mean and like crazy to me. I actually had to block him. That was the only time I've had a bad experience, and that was Patreon
0: wow <laughs>
1: yeah I, I was scared yeah because it's interesting because i found him off this app and he said at the time he was a sub but for a sub he really came across more like a serial killer
0: I was yeah, like, you don't yeah. seem
1: submissive you seem crazy did you see his picture i saw his picture i knew his name i mean it could always be fake who knows but um when i looked at his linkedin it seemed like he was
0: real oh. he was like an
1: engineer uh, oh, in like okay. the east coast a corporate guy he seemed corporate maybe super smart yeah. i don't know super crazy i mean a lot of times like some of the weirdest people that I've tried to date have been off that BDSM app.
0: Yeah, But yeah. then
1: also some of the funnest people have too. So it's kind of like you have to just put up with it all.
0: Right, right, right. What is the name of the BDSM app?
1: It was called Kinked, oh, but yeah, it's gone kink. now.
0: Oh, it's gone. Yeah,
1: because what happened is there's too much like um supposed prostitution type, oh, right, type of right, stuff. Right. So they completely shut the app down. I wonder if down. there
0: is an equivalent of Kinked now, but it must be. Yeah, there's new yeah, other Kink yeah. apps. I think
1: there's like Kinku and all these other things. But like the other apps, I the one reason I think Kinked was so good, it was really easy to use. These other apps are really messy looking. Yeah. Where like there's a lot of graphics. It's like glitchy. Yeah, it's just not good.
0: I think uh, the equivalent of the gay app uh, as kink is sniffies, which I told you is a lot of people will have calm down parties on there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you still on Sniffy?
0: I am not as much, but I am because I was shooting so much. But yeah.
1: Oh, I see. It's not because Grinder has took your attention.
0: No, I use both of them equally.
1: Okay, so you've been shooting a lot recently. Um, When you are shooting, how often do you get
0: laid? Don't.
1: (laughs) Oh, you don't? Okay, so that's like your only time when you don't get laid. So when you... When you're not shooting, you're still hooking up a lot. You're kind of Probably, making Probably like yesterday.
0: Time. Like I was shooting until the day before, so yesterday I had nothing. I mean, I still had something to do, but yesterday I was not shooting, so I immediately just hook up somebody.
1: That is so wild to me.
0: Like, I'm a business owner. I don't have time. <laughs> when I have time to get laid, I have to seize it.
1: <laughs> I'm even amazed too because, you know, like my sister, she listens to this podcast, which is wild. All the stuff I reveal, but she listens to your stuff you reveal, and she's like, "How does he even know that many people?" It's like i didn't even know that many people existed in this
0: area <laughs> is your uh, little sister or big sister listen to this little sister listens oh, okay. to it
1: and she's very very supportive i think she's just so great
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know these people technically
1: <laughs> <laughs> but i mean the fact that they exist like this amount yeah. is like i didn't even know that this many people were around which yeah. is amazing you just need
0: to drive to a new neighborhood and turn on the app then <laughs> and you'll and meet new people <laughs>
1: And you moved recently, so now you have a whole new crop of
0: people. Yeah, I'm loving my new space. I really like it. I'm gonna have a calm down party at my house. (laughs)
1: and that's the thing too is like even going back to like you're so young entrepreneur where it's like you already now have like a house by yourself I rented guys I
0: didn't purchase
1: it doesn't matter it's still baller right like (laughs) so many people can't do that it's so amazing like I just am so in awe of you it's a lot of risk to
0: take though I mean
1: you love risk I
0: love risk yeah and
1: so okay have you always been risky
0: I didn't realize I have always been risky until like a, a few years ago I think the fact that you will leave your home country and go to a new country to study abroad without knowing anybody in that new country is a risky behavior itself.
1: That's true, right. I guess you're right. You have to be more adventurous to even do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think about my own parents is like my dad, he like he was in the army in Taiwan and then he oh, wow. came here and then he's just like, you know, started his own business. He's just like he was all about earning money. He didn't give a fuck. And yeah. I, was like, I really respected that. The ironic thing about him though, is he was an entrepreneur who told me and my sisters to be traditional. And I don't even think it was because we're women. I think it was just, he was like, go get a job and blah, blah. And I'm like, but you took all these risks. You yeah. were a businessman and you were really a successful businessman. So why are you telling us the opposite? Fuck. And I got really frustrated with him because I really wanted to start my own business in LA, like a brick and mortar, like possibly a bar. Oh, wow. And um, Do it. I wanted to, and I was asking him all this advice about starting a restaurant type of and he was like so annoying he's like don't do it you'll just waste all your money i was like i'm not asking you if i should do it i'm asking you how just give me your advice and he was like so like not wanting to give it and then he finally did start offering some advice but he was like really like not supportive at first i was like what's wrong with you
0: maybe he doesn't want you to take the risk he doesn't yeah. want you to take the yeah. risk
1: and it's the it's the hard thing because even me i'm also kind of like Even if you were to start a bar, you have to be like, I'm going to be at this bar for like five years almost every day. Yes, exactly. And I don't even know if I'm ready for that, too. But I at least wanted to hear how to do it. But I was looking online like I thought you could start a bar in L.A. for like 250K. No, you cannot. (laughs) It's like one and a half million dollars in L.A. It's not cheap. 500K? No, 1.5 million. What?
0: To start a bar?
1: Maybe in the past it was cheaper, but now, for instance, because okay, you either buy someone else's business—they're yeah. not going to sell it to you cheap—or you have to start a business and like you have to put vents, you have to buy materials. Um, all. So it's it's one or the other. So no matter what, it's not going to be cheap.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. At least if you want it in LA. So you. So I might just not do
0: it. <laughs> But a restaurant should be cheaper. No, no it's Because I
1: want to sell alcohol. The main thing is Yeah, the alcohol, the alcohol is expensive. Yeah, because you have to get a license yes. and all this other stuff. And then you have to get security and all this other stuff. And, like, I actually had an idea, too, of, like, I really like Jumbo's Clown Room and I wanted yeah. to kind of copy that business yeah. model. And for the most part, I was looking at other bikini bars and they never have that, like... like prestige that Jumbo's has. Like Jumbo's ah. is kind of cool and stuff like that, but other bikini bars don't have that same like cool factor.
0: Maybe I will open a bikini bar and have you manage. <gasps> okay, maybe. Yes, let's maybe' let's together. Let's think about that. I, I think it would I, be a good business five, I don't have 1.5. I have to borrow money. Or <laughs> <laughs> buy some yeah
1: i feel like you're gonna start this empire i feel like um i've told so many people i was like i think oliver is gonna be the next larry flint hugh hefner you
0: keep saying that yeah, and I was like why it doesn't happen it's
1: already <laughs> happening every year you just get bigger and bigger it's like they everybody needs to latch on to this oliver
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> be, be all what, what's the animal they will latch on you like it happens is in it the jungle. yeah leech yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the one that will suck your blog. Yeah, hopefully
1: they'll be like a positive, <laughs> not a leech.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really, at uh, least sound like humble bread, but like I, I, I'm really glad I have the opportunity to create a lot of resources for a lot of my friends. Because a lot of my friends, they are just, you know, a lot of them graduate from mfa or college and then they are struggling in los angeles they need they need stable income and i feel really uh fortunate that i'm able to provide them with a source of income while they try to figure out their filmmaking career and somehow i think uh it's great as an asian um, artist i have all this opportunity to create resources for other asian artists as well it somehow makes me feel like oh I'm helping our community to have a ground, standing ground in this industry, you know?
1: Yeah, and also, like your environments you create are like safe where like it's not creepy yeah. like it's such a big deal like yeah. to not to be able to go to work and have a good time and not be creeped out is such a big deal exactly. or I was like thank god you exist you know <laughs> like I felt like I got really lucky when I started writing for Hustler because I did write from home but um, all my editors she's like a woman and then another editor who's a man but they're all like really friendly everyone's really nice and like whenever I get notes or something they're always like really respectful and it's just really easy to work with them Yeah, and I was just kind of like I've had other work environments where i was just dread going to work yeah and yeah. so it's like so nice just to find work environments where you want to be there
0: exactly yeah i think there's also uh what i learned from my boss when i was working at the corporate job for three years because he was such a nice boss and so smart oh, good yeah. that's awesome yeah I,
1: when i used to work at Cedar sinai i had one boss that was amazing and like um she had like weekly check-ins like you would oh, just wow. be with her for like a one hour or less and then just talk to her and she'd always like figure out like how to make things good for right. you and why you want to be there and then other bosses I had like either were like kind of neglectful or like yeah. rude yeah and so I was just kind of like man I just always remembered like the, what good things people yeah. did and I remember even when I ran this open mic I didn't make any money off of it but like probably you know 20 to 30 people would come in, in a, a night and I just remembered I was like I got to be respectful of everyone here I'm gonna know their their names and like care about them. And then the people that are shitty, I had to get rid of them and let everyone know the shitty people can't be here to so make it a safe space for the cool people yeah, to come exactly. by. And like it was a lot of work to do that, but I learned that before. It's like if you let a shitty person ruin the vibe, yeah. no one wants to be there.
0: Yeah, there's a sign of a good boss, just cares about people. And I think another sign of being a good boss is you. if you want to know if a person is a good boss, you have to just, just see if they are willing to solve your problems.
1: It, what's an example? Okay, of
0: that? here is a good example. So I remember when I was working in the corporate job. So I have my own laptop, and then uh, the speaker of my laptop was broken. It was it it was broken for like a year or maybe two, but I just didn't care to fix it. But my boss, he's first, he's a computer engineer, so he knows computer. And then I think most engineers are naturally problem solvers because that's basically their job—they solve problems. And then he just walked by and found out my speaker was broken. He just stop his work, and then just tear down my computer, trying to fix my speaker in front of me. And then he found out the reason why my speaker is broken, and he said, I cannot fix it, you have to purchase a new speaker. And then he sent me a link to where to purchase the speaker. And then I was like, oh, that is problem solving. Like, he never just overlook any problem. Even if just the speaker of a a computer of an employee, he will want to fix it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, and you, like, respected him and you remembered that.
0: I remember that. So, oh, because I, I I was really impressed that he he actually will solve any problem. Like, if you bring up a complaint, he'll be like, okay, let's see. How can we solve this instead of just complaining?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and I always think about, like, with, like, people management. Like, one time at my mic... Um, I normally manage the list where I stand there. But one time the list like got away from me and people just started signing up. And then um, two women started fighting over the list. And then I ran over there and I was like, what happened? And then like I like resolved it. But then like, you know, one person wins and the other person doesn't. And so the second person who didn't win, I was like, hey, I'm really sorry that happened to you. Please come back another day. And I had her come back another day. And so that she ended up happy the Next time, yeah, so it's kind of like everyone is like a win win situation because yeah. I was like, you can't just let people go buck wild because when I wasn't there, they almost got in a fight, <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's
1: kind of wild. Like, you have to just be willing to like solve problems and also deal with conflict, you can't yeah, be scared exactly. Of yeah, dealing yeah. with
0: conflict is really important for a business owner, yeah, yeah. 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 But
1: sometimes it means too, is like, even when I'm in some sort of management position, when people want to like sexually harass me, and I'm like, why are you sexually harassed? I'm the boss, like, can you not <laughs> not? <laughs> harass like even at my mics for instance like um a one guy came in super rude to me and then gave like the nastiest set where he just talked about like fucking asian women mm. so gross and then after the mic he like sent me a bunch of dirty messages and i'm just kind of like what is wrong with you like yeah. and you knew i was like the manager so it's like this is how you treat me it's like what is you know it's like it's just too crazy to me so i, I like or i blocked him and yeah. then he made a video about me and i was like oh so he what? did <laughs>
0: What was the video about? I think it
1: was about me kicking him out and how like unfair it was and blah, blah. I was like, some people are just insane. And you have to just accept that some people aren't going to like you. Where can
0: I see that video? I'll
1: show it to you after this thing.
0: <laughs> he, sent a, uh, he posted the video? He
1: posted it. It's not like he sent it to me, but it was about me. He didn't name me, did but he, he did was... A video? I don't know if he's deleted it or Uh not because it was a while ago. And then another time recently I kicked out a guy. It was like my goodbye, Mike, you know, my final one. And he had been just waiting for like years to just be creepy to me. And so he like, um, asked me some questions off the, on the stage and I like answered them. But then I started talking to like the host because I'm producing the mic. So I need to like do business stuff basically. And he got off the stage, stood in front of me with his mic and just asked me more and more creepy questions. He was like, um, do you speak Asian? He said Asian. And I was just like, what is going on? And finally, I was like, if you want to have an improv session, I'm going to go up on the stage with you. I took another mic, went up there and then I just was like really obnoxious. I was like, if you want to humiliate me, why don't I humiliate you? Why don't you start dancing? Ooh. And so the bartender started playing a <laughs> song and then the guy wouldn't dance and then the bartender's like, you did this to yourself. <laughs> you did this to yourself. And like he refused to dance and then like I got off the stage and instead of just ending the set, he like kept going his final minute and I was like, this is insane. I was even gonna let that go because I was like, it was just bad comedy. Who cares? Yeah. But... After the um after the mic, he wrote me, he's like, I like your lingerie pictures. And it's just like this guy's too much. He's yeah. never gonna learn. So I just had to permanently ban him. Yeah. So the bar banned him and I banned him from Where future shows.
0: Did he see your lingerie photos?
1: It must have been online, but also old picture. Oh, I hadn't been okay. So he was ones. referring to old, old stuff, picture. and um, that's even weirder. Yeah. too. it's like, why are you bringing up like 2021? Yeah, you know? I saw
0: them a uh, message that yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: and so, but it's like and people
0: he capitalized like that. love. It's like <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah it's like you love that, you know. But, but that's what's
1: crazy to me is like that's how weird these people are. They're almost dangerous where they can't not be creepy to the boss, how are they going to beat when the boss isn't there? Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't control these people. They're out of control.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he was not a consensual flirt, obviously. obviously so yeah. Not. Yeah,
1: and everyone around was like, ooh, gross. And so when I banned him, everyone's like, good, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> fire them.
1: <laughs> but that's what's the hard thing too. It's like when you're the boss for them. But I guess if you're an employee, let's say you have oh, a bad boss, yeah, and the employee, and then you get sexually harassed, the boss doesn't do anything. You hate working there. Yeah. At least when you're the boss, you can actually get rid of people. That's yeah. what I like the most. I can't stop creeps, but I can fire them. I can ban them.
0: I, I think for the most part, I would. Like as an honest person, I try to be really direct with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like let's say I'm like booking a show and a comedian let's say was great the first time and the second time was like a huge dick. Yeah. I just won't ask them back. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I would just do. Except yeah. sometimes it's like, okay, maybe they're like just not funny, but they at least were trying, and yeah. then I'll be like, I'll give them another chance. Yeah. I yeah. feel like you can tell when it's like their true colors versus a bad night.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I always
1: have to think about that too.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. A comedian Sometimes we'll just have a bad set, we all know, you know?
1: Yeah, and a bad set, sometimes you're like, oh, the crowd's not vibing, or maybe they're having a bad day. That's yeah. one thing. But other things is like, oh, did they come late, leave early? Did they not promote? Yeah. That's when you're like, oh, that was an intentional
0: thing. Yeah, because those are the things they can control. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's the only time I'm like, whoa, what's that? Yeah. And one time this guy was like so rude to me, and I was actually shocked. Like six months later, he wrote me, like, hey, can I do your show again? I was like, no. I just didn't respond. <laughs> and I was kind of like, I unfollowed you, I don't tag you in the picture you know it's like you why do you think this is cool but i think they're like sociopaths yeah i really think that they don't care about human feelings they just want to take and take and take and yeah. like i'm i'm kind of amazed that people like that exist and have no shame and i kind of um I, I don't not necessarily respect it, but I'm, like, in awe of it. Like, yeah. how are you like this?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then do you like a comic being proactive? Let's maybe mm. differentiate the difference between proactive and uh, proactive. aggressive.
1: Proactive's fine. Where yeah. let's say they hit me up after three months for a show, show yeah. or something. That's fine. Yeah. But, like, to be a dick yeah. and, like, how... I feel like you, there, you have to know what you did was rude. Yeah. Because... Really, if you have to be like, oh, sorry, I left because of this, you you know you shouldn't have left, right, you know? It's right, like, right, If you did a good job, everything was fine, you just say thank you and then see you next time. Right. But if you have to give some sort of explanation, you know you did something you're not supposed to do.
0: Right, 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 right. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 I've not produced any comedy show for like a long time. I don't know if I would do it. Maybe I'll do it in my backyard.
1: <laughs> yeah, do it in your backyard, but also... It's kind of weird. Whenever I see um, comedians post, like I'm quitting comedy secretly, I'm like, I wish I was you.
0: (laughs) Who is quitting comedy? I'll
1: tell you off the off podcast. But like, I've seen some posts of people who do it. And I'm like, sometimes they're just saying that they're just being moody or whatever. But sometimes they genuinely do quit. Yeah. And I'm always kind of like, I can see that because I don't know. It, it's a it's a hard road where, you know, sometimes the money isn't really worth it. You're like, I work so hard for yeah, you work, that. Yeah, you have
0: to work for like five to ten years in order to become a touring comic.
1: And just make that. Like, yeah. like of course, if you're like Whitney Cummings, Ali Wong, yeah. money's way better. Yeah, But let's say you're just a regular headliner. Exactly. Then you're like, that. that's it? It's mm. like a lot of work. But I guess if you just love it, then it's good money if yeah. you just love it. But I'm kind of like, I don't want to. It's not, It's not something I enjoy doing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, I will only tour if I, I can get to see like new cities. I do love traveling. That's why. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I would only go if I could go with my friends. Like yeah. if I could like book the feature and they travel with me yeah. and I get to pick all that stuff. Sure. Then I would just view it as a vacation with my friends. Yeah. But if you're going to fly me out and I'm going to be by myself in a hotel, like I'd be so scared. Ah, I, I,
0: I would love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think yeah. men and
1: women or maybe also my personality yeah. is like I'm just like constantly scared. I, was yeah. like, I don't want to be alone in this city by myself because I've actually done that before where um I flew for this um a festival and the festival is really nice all this stuff it was safe and all this stuff but when I was by myself like when I was not performing I was so bored yeah and then eventually I like met up with a friend and then the friend showed me around and then it was fun. But when I was by myself at first, I was like, I'm just doing comedy by myself. What's the point? Yeah. I didn't enjoy it enough. And
0: you didn't like just go see a city on your own? I mean,
1: I, it did, but right. it felt a little bit like, you know, like when I live in LA and I'll go to a museum by myself. Yeah. And I was like, I travel all the way just to go somewhere by myself. It's yeah. not the same for me, right. but it could just be me, my yeah. personality. When
0: I travel to a new city, I just love like... Meeting with the strangers on apps, just love it.
1: But like, that's also your personality. You always are I'm willing a risk to meet. Take. Yes, I'm
0: a risk taker. You
1: love it. You love hooking up with these strangers. Like, I bet a stranger would love if I was willing to hook up with <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to. I was like, Ew, no. I was
0: in New York City a few weeks ago, and I told you I attended two sex parties.
1: Yes. Oh, but I don't know if you shared that on the podcast.
0: No, not yet. Okay, let's hear it. Let's quickly share it. So the first uh, sex party is called. (laughs) launch. Workman's launch, it happens at noon from noon to 3 p.m. And then I think... It used to, they have like two locations, one one in Wall Street and one in Hell's Kitchen. But anyway, so uh, I just went there a few weeks ago and then I went to the party at Wall Street. So you pay $35 to get in and it's in the center of Wall Street, like a really discreet building. And I think there were like 25 to 30 people in there. And then they are all corporate people because it happens on a regular Thursday, you know, lunchtime. <laughs> and then it was fun. But uh, what the funniest thing is, so I went to, I, I told you there are two, one in Hell's Kitchen, one in Wall Street, and then I went to the one in Wall Street, and then the, the day after I went, I received an email saying that the one in Wall Street will no longer happen <laughs> because of low attendance. I was like, whoa, what is it because of me? I went to the last workman's lunch in Wall Street.
1: <laughs> okay, you, what was low attendance?
0: I think it was like 25 to 30 people. It's
1: amazing that that's low at That's like a good comedy show in LA. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I guess in New York City, probably it's low. I don't know.
1: Okay, in the second one.
0: The second one is just more like regular sex parties. It also happens in a discreet building. Like you have to ring the bell to get in and then they have to, you know, physically open the door for you, whatever and then uh, no, 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 it's just a regular sex party it was really dark it like five rooms and then it was a lot of people at least like 50, 60 people oh that's
1: what's considered a normal yeah. number yeah okay. and then
0: I think the entry fee entrance fee is also like thirty-five dollars so you went in you check your clothes and then you just kind of like roam around and then uh, it was so dark I tripped <laughs> in front of everybody and then some people even actually
1: laughed <laughs> <laughs> well you're a comedian you always like, get oh, laughed everywhere you go
0: yeah. And the second one was fun. I think uh, I played with like five people like over the course of two hours.
1: Okay. So when you're at a sex party as a gay man, like when you say play, does that mean like you bone all five in whatever amount of time you're there?
0: Uh, play can mean fucking, but it can also mean just touching.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. And like, how does that work? Is like you just go up and you're like, can we do it? No, or eye
0: contact f- and touch.
1: Oh, so no one talks.
0: So, for example, if I like... no, Nobody really talks.
1: Okay, it's just looking.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, if I want to have, have sex with you, I would just, like, maybe touch your shoulder and see if you linger.
1: Oh, what if they... So, how do you know if it's a no?
0: If they walk away. Oh, they
1: could just do that. Yeah. And no one...
0: No, nobody, nobody will, will care.
1: No way! Okay, is... is
0: they are used just, to it. Oh. That's the, the, that's
1: the rule.
0: Yeah, that's the... What's the word? Etiquette.
1: Okay, so... How did you know this etiquette? Is it actually they say it, or is it unspoken? It's unspoken, or, but it's you everywhere. Just know it. It's the same everywhere. Well, the, okay. Let's say the first one. When is the first time you've ever done something like that?
0: Ooh, maybe f- five, six years ago.
1: And then how did you? You just went there and you just knew, or someone? I think tell you would just or? knew
0: because you know there was so many. There will be so many people, right? At, at, like at least ten to fifty. Let's say ten to fifty, and then you will want to have sex with somebody. And in order for you to have sex with somebody, you need to at least look at them and they look at you, right? Oh. But if you look at them, but they don't look at you, you mean that's a no.
1: Oh, I, and you knew that even with your first time, you're just like, you just got it. You're like, I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah you get it. Because I think most, if you're a sensible person, you would know if somebody's not looking at you, you shouldn't just, you know, go suck their dick.
1: And then, um, have you ever been to a sex party where someone did cross the line? And how did people know and did anyone get kicked out?
0: I wouldn't say anybody would cross any line, but some people will be really persistent. Like, they would just keep touching you, even if you obviously just don't want to.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. But eventually, they will get a signal because nobody want to be the wet blanket. Is that the word? Yeah. Gotcha.
1: But yeah, so they get the vibe that they need to walk yeah. away. Oh, well, that's good. At least they do that. That's that's good. Like it
0: happens to me when I was at a second sex party in New York City. I was, I want to have sex with so cute Indian guy. And then I, I just want to, you know, touch him. But he just like put my hand away.
1: Oh, wow. And then, uh,
0: I, and then later I found out he only has sex with white guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Race is so interesting when it comes to sex because I remember there's this guy I dated him and he was always into blondes and I was actually his first Asian and he was 38 at the time. And um, he never want to have sex with me like where i was kind of like i knew he liked my personality but i got to the point where i was like are you not attracted to me or you just because
0: you're a drunk
1: i didn't know if it's because <laughs> he couldn't get it up or he just didn't it's like because me. you
0: are not blonde
1: i don't know because i was his first asian and he just never want to have sex and i like, couldn't tell what the reason was
0: so you never had sex with him we
1: had sex once in a while but like i almost had to like Um, initiate with him constantly and then sometimes i would initiate and he would say no and like he even one time called me a sex pest and i got really upset because i was like you're making me feel like i'm like taking advantage of you but you're my boyfriend and he was always just like let's just go out and like never wanted to like touch me he's i thought he was possibly gay and people always asked him are you gay (laughs) And he would tell me that he said that he had like um, a brother-in-law who would always call him gay. What? So, because he really kind of came across as but gay. But does he
0: mind being called gay?
1: No. Then and
0: he probably he is gay, gay or bisexual. He's
1: told me he's made out with men and stuff what? like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Men's gay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so maybe it wasn't racism. Maybe it was just gay i don't know I have, I have a lot of problems i don't know
0: <laughs> a sign of a man being gay is when he does not mind being called gay
1: okay wait is that true
0: i think so oh
1: yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> because everyone that i thought was straight that possibly could be gay i was also like i don't know maybe they are gay hmm. so i don't know but if he,
0: if he made out with guys yeah he
1: actually did make out with guys. <laughs>
0: yeah He's at least bisexual.
1: Yeah, I at least think of bisexual. And like when it comes... Oh, okay. So with this guy, he always wanted to have anal sex. I think I told you the story like the first Is podcast. A same, same guy? Same guy. And he's the one on his birthday. I kept breaking up with him because I didn't want to have anal sex with him. Yeah. But he always wanted to have anal. And I was like, oh, I don't want to or whatever. But that's what he wanted. And like regular sex, he would just barely want to have sex with me.
0: He doesn't like vagina, maybe.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> 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 okay, now I'm like, okay, maybe it wasn't race. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he just had fetish for anus. <laughs>
1: maybe that's it. You're right. Maybe he was just. I always wonder that too. I was like, what if he was just gay? I'll never know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I have a question uh, for you because we've talked about this before. Yeah, but um, would you ever be with a woman, uh, and then just have your like gay sex on the side?
0: Be with that woman maybe, romantically? No,
1: but maybe like a partnership, like a like a like a wife, but then you have a gay life.
0: But what do I have to do to be her husband? Just like
1: hang out all the time. Sex? No.
0: Then why do we get married?
1: Maybe for like friendship.
0: Okay. Uh, I think in any kind of marriage, it should be for immigration or tax purposes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, my question is this is like, okay, like, you know, this guy who's possibly closeted. Who? Um, the one that I did. Oh, okay who knows if he's gay or straight, but it's like, if he doesn't want to have sex and it really is just to hang out with me. Yeah. Is that a relationship? You know what I mean? It's like... I would people, say that it's
0: a friendship. Yeah, and yeah. it's like,
1: why are some people cool with that? I'm always curious if just like, could I be cool with that? But then I'm like, well, why aren't you just friends?
0: I think if you are just friends, that's really different than getting married because getting married has a lot of legal implications, you know? You yeah. have to care if that person actually makes money because that is important in a marriage because... It involves tax. And then once you break up, you you might also have to get divorced. And then, like, you know, money issue will come in, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay,
1: so now that you're an entrepreneur, yeah. would you ever get married?
0: I would if it's a right fit. Yeah,
1: Really? Okay. Because I was wondering about that. Like, okay, what would a right fit to you be to marry someone? Now that you have, basically, you're now bringing a lot to the table, right? Yeah, uh-huh. So what do they have to bring to the table for you to be like, yeah, I'll actually marry you?
0: Well, they have to, they don't have to make a lot of money, but they need to have a stable job and then they need to uh, take care of our relationship. I know it sounds vague, but I just like, I think like for me, having a boyfriend is not that different than having a husband. The only oh. difference is just the legal aspect of it.
1: Yeah, but what would make you actually go the length of legal aspect you know like you can live with someone
0: if i want to have some kind of legal protection not necessarily financially like let's say if i i'm in a hospital and then he has to visit me then sure we have to get married that's true oh like yeah, because I, I don't think marriage is a requirement for any sort of love.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And I think you're right because you're right. It's like there's certain rights they can't have until they're married to you. Because even this idea of like, let's say you committed a crime. If you told your husband, it's secret. Yeah. But if you're just a boyfriend, that person can rat you out. You know, oh, like, really? a, it's a lot. It's in the US. Oh, oh, really? It's called spousal privilege. Oh. So you know how like if I always had an attorney client, you can say anything and no one can tell outside yeah. but same with spouses it's the same as like if i tell my husband he doesn't have to share anything because we're married we're allowed to have secrets
0: oh really yeah and, but you're only
1: protected if you're married just a partner no has to be married
0: okay so you are saying if i commit a crime and <laughs> you and i we are married and i tell you i commit a crime and then, you, then i don't have
1: to say anything you
0: don't have to say yeah. anything. but if we are not married you have a legal obligation to, to- report
1: not maybe not report but let's say the cops asked me i have to tell them
0: oh but if i'm like the wife
1: i'm like i don't tell you anything
0: but wouldn't be like you're lying if you don't tell the cop anything nope
1: it's the same way if i was your lawyer and they asked me all this business i like i can't tell you
0: but you, you have to say i cannot tell you but you cannot lie
1: you just be like i don't want to tell you and i don't have to
0: but you cannot fabricate any facts
1: yeah, you're not. Gonna, yeah, you can't lie to them. Yeah. you just keep quiet. You have, uh, in America, you have a right to remain silent.
0: Right, but even if you are not married, you still have the right to remain silent.
1: Not as much, because oh, okay. then they'll be like, you have to tell us you're uh-huh. under court. You have no privilege of being quiet.
0: Oh, I see. You can see. pretend
1: like I don't know, right. but that's harder to get away with.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay,
1: just being like I don't know. is hard.
0: That is so interesting. But wouldn't be being silent? You're suspicious.
1: They're always suspicious, yeah. but it's not proof, right? right? Like, I always think about, like, um, I always bring up my HOA, but I'm always like, how come you're withholding so many documents? But yeah. I think that the documents are actually worse than the withholding. Yeah. The withholding makes you be like, why are you hiding it? Exactly. But once I see it, it's probably worse.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when they want to hide it, there is a secret. They they don't want you to know something.
1: Because if you think about this, the only penalty for hiding things is $500. But let's say that the paper hid that you stole $10,000. What's worse, that I prove you stole or $500 because you didn't give it to me? Right, right. So most people would rather just eat the loss of $500. Right,
0: right. So right. that's
1: what i kind of learned is just like, you can get away with anything. You just don't show anything but Exactly.
0: Anything. It's yeah. really
1: sad. It's a very sad country here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my This country
0: is built on... Um, uh, thieves. Thieves. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, capitalism is just thieves. It's like, who's the most vicious person? Yeah. And I think about this, too, is that, like, I'm... I view myself as an entrepreneur woman. And... um but for, like, a man, a partner that I want, it's, like, I want either another successful guy, but I've also been willing to go with more of a, like, someone who'll follow me. Yeah. But I haven't been lucky about finding a good follower, <laughs> so I was, like, forget it. I don't even know what I'm going to find eventually. Oh. Although I'm back on Tinder. Oh, yeah. And I've had dates um, lined up. and like, Lined guys... up. <laughs> yeah, and who knows where to go. <laughs> but, like, the guys are actually, like, successful and, like, actually, like, pursuing me and actually going on a real date where I'm, like, oh, you know, they do exist. Yeah. Yeah. so it's just like you just gotta like oh, wait. that's out. great good yeah, for you yeah I was so happy tell me the
0: story once you go on the date uh, yeah them.
1: I'll let you know I'll keep you updated when,
0: when is your next date
1: Um, I have one on Sunday um, okay I hope we I hope neither of us cancel so we'll see what if I'm it actually do? happens but what I liked about it is he asked me what was one of my favorite restaurants and I told him he planned it for that restaurant and I was like oh that's Which nice restaurant? Um, quarters in Koreatown
0: okay yeah. is that Korean food it's a
1: Korean barbecue place oh. but I just really love it oh and wow and so I thought it was cool he asked me what my favorite restaurant was and that's where he Interesting,
0: you like your first day at a Korean barbecue restaurant.
1: Yeah, because it's not like fancy, but yeah. at the same time, it's a fun restaurant. Smelly. <laughs> it's smelly. It's smelly, but also actually not this place. This place has really good ventilation. Uh, okay. So it's really... It's one of the nicer ones. Um, So it's a little pricier than the regular uh, ones. okay. But um, yeah, I was really impressed by this guy. Because I think I told you about that one date when I tried to go out with that comic. Yeah. And he like texted me the time we're supposed to meet. Yeah, Did I yeah, tell you yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, He's like, yeah. I'm at an open mic. I'll be 30 minutes late. I was like... I'm I'm just going to go home. And I just <laughs> went home and I like unfollowed him after that. Oh, ha- really? Yeah, I was just like you're so freaking rude. Um but I mean, I don't have ill will towards him, but I'm just more like I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. I've kind of learned this too is like You might have hope for someone, but if they show you who they are, what they are, you just have to accept it and move on. You have to be accept, like, this guy's a jackass.
0: People are not going to change for you.
1: No. And you just have to cut them
0: out because
1: they're just going to annoy you. Is how I view it. They're always annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's a hard thing for me, too, because I always have hope.
0: No, people are only going to change if something significant happened to them personally and they decide to change. But you're not going to change them.
1: I won't change them. And they're just going to keep taking. Like, if they have a personality that's a taker, they're just going to keep doing it. Why would they change? Why would they become nice for me? They're not going to.
0: We talk about a lot in this episode. You know? Yes.
1: Um, what did What did we learn from this episode?
0: Um. Oh my God. What did we learn from this episode? I have learned that you are going on dates and your favorite restaurant is a Korean <laughs> barbecue space. <laughs> you know, when you said that, in my mind, I keep thinking, oh my God, so you guys were eating in a Korean barbecue restaurant and then after that, if you guys are going to have sex and he goes down on you, he will smell a Korean barbecue in your oh, pussy. <laughs> I, n-
1: I never have sex on the first day. I would. That's
0: why I don't do that. I don't want my ass to smell like barbecue.
1: <laughs> I actually wait um, if it's a stranger I try to d- wait for about a month So that's usually like Three or four dates Usually if you don't know them But if I've known them Like let's say it's a friend That I started dating I would have sex On the first or second date But that's not really The first or second meeting
0: Right, right Yeah, right. but I
1: don't have sex With a stranger Protection
0: or no protection
1: Always protection Until maybe like a month When we've discussed We're not dating
0: other people Yeah, oh, okay I'm
1: very like old fashioned with I it see. So maybe that's why I get so disappointed When it doesn't work out Right Because I'm trying to Make it serious yeah. But sometimes it doesn't
0: work. Right, right, right. If you are going to go on, on protection, would you ask them for STD test or you are like okay, we'll just take this risk and see.
1: I guess I have never asked them to take one, but because I asked they, them if they have um, any STDs. And I usually see. they, I mean, they've always said no, right. and I haven't got one. Okay, yet, great. So I and then I
0: think STD. most of the guys that you had sex with look like you know presentable.
1: Yeah, and most of the guys I have sex with is, um, I am trying to date them serious. I don't yeah. do random hookups yeah. either, and so it's like I date people that like were trying to actually be in a relationship, and so generally I feel like I. Trust them if yeah. we're gonna get there, and like, yeah, it's always more of a like. I'm leaning towards them trying to be my yeah.
0: boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. We learned a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good.
0: Okay. Uh, follow us on our uh Instagram social media, whatever. Only fans. mine is Oliver One Comedy.
1: My Instagram is Teresa Low and my Only Fans is T Low Club.
0: What is your Only Fans charge?
1: I charge nine ninety nine. Do you
0: have free trial?
1: I have a one day free trial. Um, and then the pictures I have are just my old modeling pictures that you can't find online anymore.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And please follow this, uh, podcast on all the podcast platform you listen to. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.